Hey guys, it's that time again. It is Table Talk Tuesday, where we come and we gather together at the table and we talk about topics that is important to you and is also important to me. So I am so great post-conference to come to the table and talk with you guys today. And today's topic, we are talking about women in business. Yes, I'm so excited about this topic. So you want to get your paper and your pen for this particular show because I have tons of information for you on becoming a businesswoman and what you need to do. And where's the foundation for women in business? Where did it come from? But before I get into the topic, I want to give you a couple of announcements. So the first announcement is I will be speaking at a conference, a women's conference, coming in September, September the 22nd. And this is sponsored by and hosted by Only the King Can Do It Ministries. And the conference is Daughters of the Covenant Conference. So that's going to be exciting. Um, It will be at Green Church of the Brethren in Oaks, Pennsylvania. So you want to go ahead and, you know, look that up, go to Eventbrite, purchase your tickets. We're going to have a high time in the Lord. Again, that is the Daughters of the Covenant Conference, September the 22nd. All right. And then the other announcement that I have is if you would like to be a part of my podcast or this ministry's podcast um, as a show co-host or a guest, I am now accepting bios, pictures, and your topics of interest. So you want to send them to me. And I am looking for authors, speakers, pastors, teachers, business owners, visionaries. And I want you to be a part of this podcast. I want you to bring your expertise as also bring your humor and bring your um, your topics to surface for my audience. So in order to do that, you can go to podcast at gmail.com. So you can send your information. Again, I will need your bio, uh, a picture, like a headshot of yourself, as well as uh, the topics that interest you. That is podcast at gmail.com. All right, time to get into the topic. I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited because I'm a woman of business and we have so many great businesses out there. And I want women especially to understand that this is God-ordained. He put business in order. And we're going to talk about that because, you know, I always have to mix the scripture with the natural so you can see how the scriptures are applying the scriptures to natural things. All right. So there are so many businesses that women can choose from. Today I'm going to run down a whole list of them. There's no reason why we should not be making money or owning our own. There's no reason why we should not. This is the prime season for making money. All right, if you do not have a business or you want a business, I'm going to tell you how you can go about having several businesses with little to no money to start. All right. I know that's kind of unbelievable to believe. And a lot of people say, well, you got to make money uh, to have money. You got to make to make money. You have to have money. Well, that all goes to see. It all depends. All right. But I'm going to tell you 
some of the businesses that you need little to no money to be able to start. All right. Having a business, believe it or not, for the woman goes back to the Bible days. Yes, the Bible, the Bible days. Are you surprised? I'm not surprised. So let's look at a couple of scriptures that I wrote down for you guys to take a look at to see where my point of how is the Bible, how does the Bible, how does women in business apply to the Bible or where did it come from? The foundation of a woman being in business. Alright, so the first thing is ownership is God's vision for us. Okay, he sets, he set it up in Genesis. Alright, in Genesis 1, 27 and 28, God set up the ownership by telling, by saying, let us make man into our own image and our own kind. And that man was to subdue and have dominion. Alright, so subdue is to to take over, to have. And then dominion is to control, to to also have. All right? And so that's part of business ownership. You want to have control, have control of your money, have control of your products, your services, and you want to be able to offer these things and, and be of service to people. So it began in Genesis. God created us in his image and God is a ruler. So we too are as God is ruler over man, we are to be ruler over the things of the earth. All right? So that's uh God is the ruler over man, nature, heaven, earth, and even hell. Well, people don't believe that, but he is. God is the ruler over all. So he wants man to be able to we are um, in his image, so he want us to also be able to rule. All right, it's in our DNA. Owning is out in our DNA. All right, to own houses, land, jobs, and so much more. So we're gonna take a look at two um, scriptures right quick, so I can break this down to you. I really want you to get as I am speaking about this um, set of scriptures to get what I'm saying and think of in terms of business. Alright, so the first one is, um, I'm going to go to is Jeremiah 32. Alright, so in Jeremiah 32, basically, Jeremiah is a prophet. Alright, God speaks through Jeremiah. But in, in this instance, God is speaking to Jeremiah and prophesying to him that he needs to go and get the deed to this land that he um, is, that he, that is his, okay? That he is, um, that belongs to him. All right. Uh, so he says in Jeremiah 32, it's he buys a field, which is representation of God's hope for the children of Israel. All right. So Jeremiah buys this land as a representation of God's hope for Israel, because at one point in time, uh, Israel was taken over by the Babylonians and there was presumed to be no hope. Because of Israel's disobedience. But I ain't going to get into all that. I want you to see the point that I'm making about ownership. And about having your own. And having your own business is that part of ownership. Alright, so this is in the NIV. God told Jeremiah that his uncle is going to come and say, Buy the field of Anoth. Because it is his relatives. He is next of kin. So Jeremiah was the next of kin. And have a right to the land. So he can buy it. So he had a right to the land. And God told Jeremiah. Your uncle will come. 
and he will let you know that you need to buy this land. So in verse 8, it says, he says, buy it for yourself. You get what I'm saying? In verse 8, God has told has told Jeremiah, look, this is the land that I have given to your relatives. You buy it and you buy it for yourself. And so even though Jeremiah was a prophet, at this point, God was speaking through him because he knew the voice of God. And God told him to go and get this land. This is how it's going. This is how it's going to go down. You're going to get the deed, and in that representation of that deed, will show you're going to do this in front of witnesses. So the witnesses will know that it was me that did it, and that I told you to get this land, and that it is yours. So in verse nine, it says he knew it was the voice of God to be brought to buy the land, the field of. Um, and off from his cousin, Hannibal. All right. And so in verse 10, it says he signed and sealed the deed. And then it says in verse 11, he took the deed of purchase. And what I'm saying is I brought this to your attention to let you know that you have the power to possess. Because God has given us the power to possess. He's given us the authority to possess. Now, that's not to say to do this in an illegal way, but to do it the right way, to do it the sound way. So remember, a couple of Tuesdays ago, I talked about vision, writing down your vision, asking God to bless your vision and seeking out to do that vision. So in this instance, Jeremiah heard from God and he knew that this was his because God said it was his. And so any business that you have, any business you want to do, if God said it's yours, it is yours. You possess it. All right. So in this instance, Jeremiah went and he took, he went to go and purchase the field. And he sealed it with the deed. So how many of you know, if you're a homeowner or want to be a homeowner, the deed is your seal. That's your certificate to say, this is yours. All right? So this is yours. So even having a business, you having a legal business, you know, through the state, through your local state government, that's your seal of this is yours. And you can operate your business as you see fit. And that's what we want. I want you guys to operate and have your own so you can pass on a legacy to your children and your children can pass on that legacy to their children. It's so important. All right. Verse um, 15 says, for this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, houses, fields, and vineyards will again be brought in this land. So I'm bringing to your attention that what has God told you that you have or that you can have? All right. Did he say you can own your own business? Do you wake up and, and dream about having your own, having your own house, having your own um, employees work for you, being of service to someone or for someone? Do you dream about this but have not been pushed forward to do it? I want to push you today. I want to push you to be women in business. And hey, if you are a man listening to this podcast and you are struggling and you don't know what is it that you want to do, then by all means, I hope that this is encouraging you as well. All right. So I said, God wants us to own and to be women in business. The last part says, I want you to see the connection of being a woman in business for yourself. 
It's out there. It's tangible for you to have. It's not to say to go and leave your job, your regular job, to do your business. But if whatever God tells you to do, you must do it no matter what. You know, God told me to uh, get back into doing powerhouse women devotions and ministry. I was not sure and was not clear on how I was going to do that. He started directing me and giving me vision to do conferences, to do many workshops to reach out to women, you know, to be able to tell them about my own hurts and my own struggles and to be real with them. And that's how Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry uh, continued. All right. I started off doing the devotions, giving devotions to uh, just my friends and co-workers every day. I would send it to them by email and it grew. And so now the direction of Powerhouse is totally different direction now where I want to do so much more than just devotions, but I want to do the conferences. I want to do uh, clubs, sister clubs, but I'm giving you a, an example of a woman in business. And it's not just about spirituality, but it's about service and about helping people. All right. The next um, part of this is my favorite part part of this and that is Proverbs 31 woman now do you understand there are so many women that model after the Proverbs 31 woman but they don't know or don't realize that this woman was a business woman okay she had businesses she knew what she wanted she was an entrepreneur she was a CEO she was a CFO she was all of the above and if you aspire to be Like any woman, definitely let's look at the Proverbs 31 woman. All right, so verse 13 says, she selects wool and flax and work with eager hands. So that first and foremost lets you know that she has gifted, she's been gifted and talented with her hands. So God has blessed her to be able to make and create with her hands. Is that you? Is that you that you can create and make things with your hands? If so, you got a business. You got an organic business that don't will not cost you mainly anything, roughly nothing, because you have a talent. So she had, that was her talent. So verse 14 says, she is like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar. All right, so she's like the merchant ship. She, she goes and she goes and get her food from way afar. All right, and then verse 16 says, She considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. Again, this is the second time we're hearing about a field. This is for someone. All right, this is for someone who wants to own land. Someone who wants to have ownership over some type of land. Maybe there's a house involved or something. But this is the second time you guys are hearing me say that, Someone in the word of God owns a field or considers to own a field and then she buys it just like Jeremiah. She buys the field with her own, her own earnings. That means that she has a business. She has a business and she plants a vineyard. So with her earnings, she's investing. So as a business owner, you have to invest in yourself. You have to invest in yourself and you have to invest in your vision. You have to invest in in your dreams. All right. Then the next part of this says. The next part is 
Verse 17. I'm still on the Proverbs 31 woman. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She know what she doing. She's not doing a business that she have no out of, not a clue what to do. She knows exactly what she's doing. She has the gifts and the talents to do it. And that is you. If that's you, you have to rise up right now. You need to look yourself in the mirror right now and say, you know what? I am a Proverbs 31 woman and I have my own business. I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I hope you're a Proverbs 31 woman too. Let me read verse 17 again. It says, she sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her task. She can do the work. She can do what she needs to do to get the task done and be able to earn her living, help her family, and buy vineyards or plant vineyards and buy fields. That's us in today's time. We can do it, guys. I hope you're with me. And then verse 18 says, she sees that her trading is profitable. Her work is profitable. She can make money from what she's doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can make money from what you, your gifts and your talents. You have to use the gifts and the talents that God has given you. I'm not going to sit back. If I'm an administrative assistant and I work for a company and I know that if it was not for my work, that the company will not be where they are, then I can go out and I can do this for my own company. I can do this on the side and make money on the side doing admin work. For myself. So it says that she sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. Let's let's ponder on that for a second. Do you ever wonder why you stay up late at night thinking about your business? It's because you got a Proverbs 31 mindset. You're a Proverbs 31 woman and you have a mindset of I can do this. I can do that. What What do I do next? What do I, I know? I stay up at night thinking about so much stuff for my business, thinking about so much stuff for my family. And I see now that this example of the Proverbs 31 woman, this is why she knows that what she can do and what you can do is profitable. So let's make this money. Women, I hope you're with me. Let's make this money. So if you ever wonder why you stay up late at night, that's why. Because you have something very special, a service that people need, and they need you. Alright? So now that you know what the Lord, how the Lord's way, or what what's the Lord's way of showing you that you can be a woman in business, let's go down the list and find out what you can do. So I want you to get your paper and pens out because I have a list for you and some contacts that I want you to reach out to so you can start your business. It's your time. It's your season. This is the acceptable year of the Lord. That means that this is your year of abundance and God wants you to live in abundance. All right. You ready? So the first one I got as a resource is jewelry. You can have your own jewelry line. You can make your own jewelry. Alright, here's a few companies that you can start with. The first one is Premier Design. It's a Christian-based jewelry company um, line. You can go to uh, one of my good friends. She has a website. Her um, website is stylingwithshondre.com. And you can learn about that business and have your own jewelry or sell your own sell your jewelry being a consultant with Premier Design. 
Or, again, you can have your own jewelry line, all right? You can go to Michael's or go to any arts and craft place and get you some jewelry that, hey, you have to invest in yourself. That's what I'm saying. Little to no money. Investing in yourself. Get you some jewelry and start making your jewelry and posting those pictures online and getting you some extra income, all right? All right, the next one is the paparazzi jewelry. Um, the point of contact for that is Takesha Hamlet. And you can visit her Facebook page at Takesha at Sheer Cosmo Beauty. All right. Dot com. And she also has www.beautifullyexposedjewelry.com. All right. So if you went to and you want to know more about paparazzi, hey, look Takesha up at beautifullyexposedjewelry.com. All right, you can be a contractor. The next one is being a contractor of doing admin jobs. As I told you, being an administrator, if you're an administrator or you some type of assistant somewhere, executive assistant, hey, do have a side job and do some side work for someone. Everyone can't be do administrative work. You know, everyone can't do graphic design, so they need you. All right, so if you're into technology, you can do uh, some jobs in technology. So you can go to this website. Um, it's called Fever, and I'm going to spell it for you. It's F-I-V-E-R-R.com. All right, and you can have a free page. You can market your skill sets, and it costs you no money to market it, and then they'll bring people to you. So people can go online and search for you, and you can contract you know, have your contract. Maybe you want to have one of your legal friends look it over, uh, a lawyer to look over a contract, and you set up your contract and you charge what you want to charge for your um, your services. All right. The next one is you can write a book. All right. You can write a, a you can write a book and self publish it yourself. All right. If you're not good with grammar, uh, you're not a grammar person. You can. Um, get an English teacher to do the forward for you for your book or edit, be an editor, and she'll get exposure that way. And you can pay her a percentage of whatever book sales that you have. All right. You can go to Amazon.com and find out about self-publishing. All right. KDP um, Publishing. All right. That's a part of Amazon. Uh, it's a real big, it's real big. You with Amazon, that's huge. So you can do that. All right. Um, you can save money in gold while you earn money in gold. Right. Carrot bars. Um, you can complete a free registration um, every day. They have a power call um, to encourage and motivate you to walk in your dreams and in your visions. And I have the information for you. For that uh, point of contact, you can go to www.therealmoneyonline slash Johnson. Jay Johnson will help you to understand all about saving money and gold as well as making money. All right. I want you to make money. Um, you can get the this is the access code to the power hour that they have the power call they have every day at 1045 a.m. The number is 712 Four five one one zero four six, and the access code is eight seven five one eight four hashtag. All right. So again, the access code is eight seven five one eight four hashtag. 
All right, I got a few more for you. You can be a courthouse auditor or a researcher. You can get paid doing research for your local or state courthouse. Did you know that? I bet you guys didn't know that, but I knew that. All right, they need people to research for housing, uh, for civil cases, criminal cases. You get paid for the information you find for the court system. All right, so you have to contact your state or local government uh, courthouse to get that information. All right, and then my good friend Sharon Youse, I've talked about Sharon on previous podcasts. She has a credit business. She helps you get your credit together as well as she can help you have a credit business. All right, to help people, other people get their credit in order. So she is, to get in contact with her, it is CBS Solutions. I'm sorry, CBC Solutions. You can contact her by email at Sharon Y at SBC Solutions LLC.net. All right, the phone number is 336-934-5236. All right, you can also join my community group. All right, my community group is uh, Turning Tragedy into Success. You can look me up on Facebook. You can join the community group, Turning Tragedy into Success. I talk about your gifts and your talents, how you can use your gifts and your talents to build wealth. All right. You can go back to school and learn about technology. You could be a Christian counselor uh, by being an apprentice at a private practice. All right. Uh, Some of the other ones that I have is you can write blogs. You can help other people market their business by being a marketing campaign manager. Oh, you can make tons of money being a marketing campaign manager. Do you know how it would have helped me so much to have a marketing campaign manager when I was doing the conference and promoting the conference? You can charge people to help promote their business. That's your business, to help people promote their business. And you can make money. Uh, You can build your own e-commerce store. You can be the next Amazon or Shopify. You can, right? Uh, You can have a drop shipping company that sends all types of products to people and get paid for doing that. All right? You can be a reseller. You can resell products. You can sell your own um, household product items on Wish or some of those other um, sites that you have to look these things up. Uh, You can start a workshop and charge for registration, both online and face-to-face. All right, there are so many opportunities out there, you guys, that you can find. And I challenge you to go and do your research. I know that this podcast was a little longer today, but this is Table Talk Tuesday. And your girl, Deb, always wants to be real with you all. And I always want to bring you the topics that interest me, that I know that interest you. And I want you to succeed. So I thank you for listening. The podcast has grown to over 100 listeners. So keep sharing the podcast. Keep telling people about Powerhouse Women Devotions and Ministry. And always know that I appreciate you so much. So until next time, be blessed. And I'll see you on the next Table Talk Tuesday.